0: Hey, welcome to a long-awaited episode of the Market Adventures podcast. Uh, This is not a prank or joke. I'm alive. I know I haven't posted in a long time, but I am here, and I can explain why I've been gone, hence the uh, what's new in the brackets of the title. So uh, this summer, I've done a million things to my mouth. I got a a root canal, like I had cavities, I had to get filled. I had a tooth I had to get removed. I spent a lot of money on my teeth this summer, so I've been doing that. A lot of that. Uh, recently, my girl and I started a, uh, a vending machine business. So we install ATMs and vending machines into local businesses. So I've been spending a lot of time getting the business set up, working on leads, socials, etc. Now we're called Cali Assets. So you can go to CaliAssets.com and see us. Um, we also started a Facebook page to work on delivering free content to social media, uh, to social media, to small businesses. We call that business page uh, Growing Small Businesses. Um, and, yeah, so we, that, that's all for free. We've been doing all of that. And, yeah, I've been really, really busy. And I've also been very lazy. Uh, to be completely honest, because I've taken a real estate course, which is probably should have led with that, right? Probably should have led it with that. Uh, I'm a licensed real estate agent, state of Florida. So if you live in Florida and you're buying or selling a house, or you're interested in learning more about how the housing market's going in South Florida, hit me up. Yeah, I started real estate. I got my real estate license, so I've been doing that. So as you can see, in the last couple, well, I guess, months or a, long, a lot of weeks, like seven weeks, I've been very busy, but that's no excuse for not dropping episodes. Um, I just got to get back into the swing of things. I've also been trading on a very, very small scale lately because all my money has been going towards those various things as well. So, um, I think I started the account with like forty dollars. Uh, this new account uh, is traded up um, like to about three hundred dollars on the account now. Just been trading once or twice a week, going up and down, trying new strategies. And I decided I dropped this episode to talk about trading Fed events. Now I've done uh, the majority of that money. Again, I do I'm not depositing money into the account. Just straight flipping small out of the, out of the money options, day trades, uh, swing trades held for less than a couple of days. Um, the plan is to get to 2500 without putting any of my own money into it. That once I get to 2500, we're just gonna keep flipping it and flipping it and flipping it without putting any money into it out of my own cash. So it's been going uh, relatively well recently. And I found an, an opportunity that I thought I would share with you as beginners trading Fed events. Now, uh, a Fed event is like when the Federal Reserve releases minutes from their last meetings, when they um, make changes to the interest rate, when uh, Federal Reserve Powell uh, Ch- Chairman Powell comes and speaks live on TV or live wherever he decides to, to stream. Those are Fed events. Those are events that the market pays attention to. Now, on a grand scheme of things, if you're doing technical trading on a daily or weekly scale, it might not matter, especially if you're trading on a weekly and a monthly, maybe you're a really long-term trader, long-swing trader. It really doesn't matter what he says. But if you're trading on an intraday basis or a weekly basis, I mean um, a daily basis, it might matter depending on where your parameters for entry and exit are. So if you're someone who trades uh, Fed events like me, then here's an opportunity for you, right? So the big thing about Fed events is people want to know information. Right, and to get that information, they're willing to be patient and wait. They exercise that patience the day before and the day of the event. So it typically happens on a Wednesday, right? So uh, Wednesday the thirteenth, inflation data comes out. That's not really, um, it's not a Fed event, but you'll notice on the twelfth. Uh, the market start to slow down because they're waiting for the information, right? So prices will move in a range. They won't go high. They won't go low. They'll just go up and down all day and stay within a, a price range until that information comes out. So that might be a good event. But the next time we're going to hear is when Federal Chairman Powell talks about interest rates. That's a Fed event. So it typically happens on a Wednesday. And what happens is uh, leading up to the event, the week before, the market will make a move. And what happens is that move will typically be pretty strong, either bullish or bearish, going into the weekend. And then the next week, the market reverses that move, right? So say the market moves up 5% between Thursday and Friday. Between Monday and Tuesday, it'll find a way to go up a little bit more and then come down to be neutral, right? Meaning all the gains that it had, it'll come down and go flat. Or it'll just go sideways, so if it does go up and go down, which it did this past uh, Fed event, the minutes on the 6th, what you do or what you can do or what I've done uh, is wait for the move to happen. And if you're early enough, you can catch the move and you can ride the wave up and then get out of the position and reverse, uh, reverse course. Or if you missed the move, maybe the move started on Thursday and you couldn't get to market until Friday and it's already gone, let it go. Don't touch it. And then Monday and Tuesday – wait for the move to the downside, and you can actually ride it down because you know it's going to come down to the level that it was at before it made that bullish move up. And I've noticed that to be pretty consistent because investors are waiting for information. So when that move happens, it doesn't have as much conviction behind it because the large investors are not backing the move until uh, until information comes out. So orders don't get filled, and then the price recedes to where people were originally willing to buy or sell. When the information comes out on Wednesday, if the market likes it, it goes up. If the market doesn't like it, it goes down. And that move after the minutes becomes sustained because they were waiting for information. right? If it's new information, typically it might go down. If it's old information and there's nothing new, typically you'll see the market go up. But the way to trade a Fed event, I've noticed, is... Before the event, if you can catch a move, you can ride the move in that direction and know that it's going to reverse prior to the event. It has to come back down and go flat because now investors are waiting for information. So you can ride the move up and then back down or down and then back up or wait for the first move to be over and just go to the downside or the upside, right, that second move. And then after the event, right, the move that the market makes after the event is a move that you can trust because now all the information is out there and investors are making informed decisions. So if they're deciding to fill the sell orders and buy and bid the market up, the market will go up with some conviction now. And the inverse is true. The If the market is going down after the event and it's sustained the next day, investors now have in, information and they're not filling buy orders. They're in, they're uh, adding sell orders into the market, and that's pushing the price of the uh, of the market down, or whatever kind of stock you choose to trade. And if you use SP 500, it's relatively easy because the S&P is is pretty uh, easy to read. If you're using a particular stock, sometimes a stock can go against the general market. But you know, 99% of the time, it goes with the general market. So if you find a stock going against it, just don't touch it. Find a stock that's going with the market and following the S&P, and that way you can trade that stock if you don't want to trade the S&P. So that is a quick synopsis, I guess, of how to trade Fed events as a beginner. Right? Not trying to guess or or you know predict or anything like that. Just simply waiting for a move to happen. A couple of days before the event, so if it's happening on a Wednesday, which it typically does, that Thursday or Friday, see if there's a move. If you want to play that move, you can. Into the weekend, exit the move come Monday or even exit it on Friday. Allow the second move to develop, the inverse move that's going to come back down or go back up to the opposite of what happened last week. And you can play that move into the event. But don't hold anything on the day of the event, because you don't know what's going to happen. So, if you're holding an option trade and the event is on Wednesday, make sure you're out by Tuesday. If you're holding stock or shares, be out the day before. Be out by Tuesday because Wednesday, you nobody in the world knows what's going to happen. Even Fed Chair Powell isn't going to know, isn't going to know, and he's the one with the, with the information. He could say something, expect the market to go up, and it can go down. Right? There's nobody in the world knows. So on Wednesday, you don't want to be in a trade. And, again, this is for people who are trading short-term, not for people who are trading uh, uh, weekly or monthly positions. So that's how you trade a Fed event. Again, I'm sorry for I've I've been gone so long. Again, I'm a real estate agent now. So if you're in Florida and you want to buy or sell a house or you just want information, let me know. Uh, We install ATMs and vending machines. Uh, I, I just came back from a long trip. I'm spending money to fix my mouth, so make sure you brush your teeth and floss every day, ladies and gentlemen. It does cost a lot of money to fix. And, yeah, hopefully I can be here uh, relatively frequently from now on. Maybe, you know, go back to doing once a week. And if I can, break it, bring it back up to twice a week. But we won't be going back to five days a week. We probably won't be going back to three days a week just because I'm too busy now. But I would love to keep giving you information as much as I can and keep you updated on the journey. Right? So, again, with a small account, I'll had 40 dollars probably two weeks ago uh or three weeks ago actually now we're up to 300. we'll just keep trading this money not putting any extra cash into it and just using our trading to build this account anyways I hope you enjoyed the episode thanks for coming back I know it's been a long time don't be mad at me uh great luck trading this week if you're an active trader and if you're not active and you're still learning, um, continue to train your mind, right? Read books and, and things like that, and keep your mind fixed on your goal, right? Positively fixed on your goals, and just keep building up your, your mental strength and your mental confidence because that's what the market is. It's not chart, it's confidence. So until we speak again, remember as you begin searching for answers to life's financial challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. <laughs>